The following podcast is a mass media production. Hi, I'm Josh Galindo. And I'm Crystal Galindo. Welcome to the Going Galindo Rugrats and Renovations podcast. A lifestyle podcast where we will offer our experience and expertise in building real, lasting wealth through renovating and flipping homes. And the chaos that comes with balancing a family of six, leaving nothing unsaid. Follow our wild ride we call life and apply our lessons to your own journey. Maddie, good morning. Good morning, Josh. How are you? Good, brother. Good, 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 good. good. Today, I want to get into what makes a successful Las Vegas residential real estate agent tick. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to touch on on what makes you a winner, because I think you're a winner. I want to touch on your morning routine mm-hmm. and how consistent that is and why you stick to that morning routine. I want to. I want you to boast. I want you to brag about about all of your successes, all that you've accomplished um, since last time we talked. And I want you to tell us how, how you did it, how you did it, why you did it. Um, Are you born this way? Are you trying to retire in three years? Um, You know, how much money did you make? How many deals did you close? How many investment properties did you buy? Um, You know, I really want to touch on all that stuff. I kind of want to make this episode about how cool Matt is and why. So that we can open the brain of a successful person and see inside. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Cool. Let's, Let's get roll. started. All right. If you're looking for some family fun, I know I always am. Check out Circus Circus Hotel and Casino. At Circus Circus, there's something for everyone. Have a blast inside the Adventure Dome, a five-acre indoor theme park with 30 rides, including their newest rides, Twist and Teacups, Circus Swings, and Little Sprinter Raceway. Or act like a kid again at the Midway, playing arcade games or enjoying their free daily circus acts. Looking for a special date night? Look no further than their award-winning restaurant called The Steakhouse. Voted Best Steakhouse in Las Vegas. Circus Circus offers affordable room rates starting at $29 per night. Book your stay today at CircusCircus.com. All right, let's get into this thing. So, so last time we spoke, I, it, try to be conscious and tell me where where your mind was. Last time we spoke, where was your head? Where where were you at financially? Uh, financially, I was. I think it was in March, right? So finan- March of last year, I think so. Yeah. So right. yeah, fi- but financially, I was I was happy. But I mean, I'm the way my brain works is I need to do better than the year before it, in in everything in life, especially financially. Whatever I did the year before, I need to beat and kind of kick the hell out of. Like, I want to do better. So I think I was good, but I knew that I want to do better. Okay, so how many deals had you closed in the, up to last March? Well, up to last March. In one year. The most you'd closed in one year. Okay, so before last year, the most I closed is 30 deals and in one year. Okay. Yep. And then last year, um, I was, I think in March, I'd closed like four or five deals, and my goal was 40. And uh, I ended up closing 55. So what do you think your mindset was? Because I'm a big believer in mindset because we could tell you guys how to go do this stuff. And mm-hmm. there's a million resources out there on the mechanics of how to be successful or start a business or be a real estate agent or be a house flipper or be whatever it is. But until your mindset is right, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, what was your mindset in March? I'm just curious. Were you intimidated by this goal? Mm-hmm. Were you motivated by the fact that you had set this goal? Did you believe the goal? Mm-hmm. Did did you have faith you'd accomplish it? Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. those are all really great questions. Because yeah. I think people set goals, but they know subconsciously that they 
they don't believe they're ever going to accomplish them. Yeah. They're never going to, um, you know, actually hit it. And then the reality is, is that they're, they've already failed. Yeah. So what was your mindset? Well, I mean, when I, when I set my goal last year and I told you, I think like January 6th, here's my goal deal wise, financially, um, how much I want to make gross commission. I, I really reverse engineered it. When I made that goal, I said, what is realistic? I want to be 30, but what is realistic for this year? How much effort am I, am I going to put in? And um, I don't, you know, some people set insane goals. And like you said, they set themselves up for failure. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst thing I think you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, set your goal lower. And if, you, if you're like, well, you know what, this isn't where exactly where I want to be. I didn't want to just close 50 deals for the rest of my career. There's a point when I want to close 150 deals. Mm-hmm. But to say last year, I'm going to close 150 deals, that I, I would have failed. Sure. And then everything from that point forward is just me feeling like I'm a failure, like I couldn't get to where I wanted to be. I couldn't be number seven agent in Las Vegas. That's not where I – that's my, not my goal right now. So I set it reasonable, but I pushed myself. I'm not going to set something easy like another 30 deals. No, I want to – destroy that goal. So what is what is um, attainable for me? And when I reverse engineered it, I got to 50 deals. And I was... Reverse engineered the amount you wanted to make? Yes. Okay. So that's the important part is here is that is how I believe goals should be set. Mm-hmm. This is the amount of money I want to make. And then you start there and you reverse engineer. I just want to go slow with that because I think we could just easily go reverse engineered it and move on. Yeah. And we're five minutes down the road and the viewer or the listener is going, the fuck did reverse engineer mean? Yeah. So you take, let's call it a half a million bucks. Mm-hmm. You take half a million dollars. That's what I want to make this year. Okay. Um, let's say the average sales price in Vegas is 420000 or whatever it's been recently. Yep. Okay. Let's assume a 2.5% commission. Let's assume that that's four times two. It's eight. That's like 12000 bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. $12,000 a house. $500,000 divided by $12,000 a house. How many units is that? Okay. That's uh, 50 units. I don't mm-hmm. know the math, but that's 50 units. Okay. 50 units... That's divided by 12. That is uh, 3.8 units a month. Mm -hmm. I don't know the math, roughly. Um, Okay, so I have to find 3.8 clients. How do I find 3.8 clients? Well, every time I post on social media, um, I get interaction. Every time I send out text messages, every time I touch base with my previous clients, XYZ happens. Mm -hmm. So now I have uh, created the formula for... The bigger picture. Yeah. So I know if I touch my clients 100 times, I get a deal out of it. I know if I send text messages out 100 times, I get a deal out of it. I know if I go into people's DMs 100 times, I get a deal out of it. So that means I got to go into each people's, I got to tap all three of these types of energy yep. once a month to get my 3.8 deals per month, and I hit my goal. Yeah. And then you could even break down each one of those sets of energy. You know, okay, on Mondays... I need to do mm-hmm. just eliminate all the noise. On Mondays, I'm going to touch all the Facebook people. On Tuesdays, I'm going to touch all the Instagram people. On Wednesday, I'm going to touch all this. On Thursday, I'm going to do five open houses. Mm-hmm. On Friday, and I'm, I'm going to do them from nine to twelve. I'm not going to kill myself. I'm going to be smarter with my time. Not, not, not. I'm going to work more efficiently. And then Friday, I'm going to work. You know, seven a.m. to to one p.m. and you know, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like you can break all that down. So you reverse engineered it. And then I'm sure, did you break it down to that granular level? I broke it down to literally conversations. Okay. So how many conversations and a, and a conversation to me, if I post on a story, that's 
one conversation. Now, I may be speaking to 300 people, 400 people who watch it. To me, it's one conversation. And then I'd go talk to somebody at the store. I talk to a friend who I haven't texted in a while. When I, you break it down to conversations, then all of a sudden, a hundred, like you said, 100 conversations equals one client. So I gotta, is that what you believe your formula is? To mine, it was about 50. Really? Yeah. Mm, so if, I, if, I, if I'm able to talk to 50 different people, not... You know, my brother 27 times. Right, and then, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. No, but 50 different people, then I, I feel like I can get a uh, client out of it. So when you break it down that way. Are you a walking billboard? I try to be most times, yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting that I've, I've experienced lately is in the early stages of my residential retail real estate career, career meaning I was a traditional real estate agent, mm-hmm. I was a little insecure to boast about who I was. I knew I had to, but it felt awkward and insecure. Mm-hmm. As the brand has grown, as my experience level has grown, as I have matured and become confident in my space, I'm like, yeah, you know, if someone's like, oh, what's that shirt represent? I'll be like, go listen. And that's if I'm wearing the podcast, you know, shirt. Go listen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's my podcast. And yeah. I'm confident saying it. If it says, you know, ask me how many flips I've done. Well, it, you know, did it, do you own a house? Yeah. Uh, or no, they say no. Well, you should use us yeah. to, to help you do real estate. Like I'm no problem being way more direct because I just I don't know. I just feel more confident in that space. Yeah. The more success you're experiencing, are you feeling more confident in selling your services, or have you always had extreme confidence in selling your services? No, I'm feeling way more confident. In, in the very beginning, my wife Bria, she's the most confident person ever. You know, but she doesn't have to deal with them once once she hands in my business card. It's me. So I was very timid and kind of like what you said. I'm a realtor, but I'm just going to let the people who know me come to me and, and ask me to buy or sell. And she would hand my card out to every single person. Mm-hmm. We were at we were at a night's game. And she handed the guy who gave us a drink, and you know, <laughs> she's like, "Here, if you need to buy or sell, here's a card." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know, in the drive-through line at Starbucks, every single person got my card." But as I've progressed through my career. Um, and I think it's more just like you said, it's confidence. And if you're confident and you exude confidence, then what's, what's the problem? Right. People are going to re- read that and take it right off of you. And you're going to be hopefully the guy or girl that they want to use. So, so here's what's interesting. Now that we have gone through step by step and identified what we had experienced as young agents to mature, confident agents, I think we could summarize that batch of advice. I would summarize it this way. I want you to summarize it your way. If if the young me was sitting here, I and I was pretty good at doing this, so I'm going to tell my young me to do it even better. Mm-hmm. Fake it till you make it times ten. Yeah, you know, Josh, if you're feeling insecure, I want you to I want you to act like you know, like you, I want you to have more confidence. Mm-hmm. Fake it, just well, fake it. Yeah, because because it, it sends out that extra batch of energy. That's what faking is. Caving into your organic emotions, assuming that they're they're low, they're low energy, they're confident, they're insecure, whatever it is, there's no energy there. Mm-hmm. Yep. The faking requires you to pop energy out. Yep. And energy attracts more energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how that would be the advice I'd give my young me. Yeah. Keep faking it till you make it. Fake it harder. Put more energy out there. Be louder. Be confident in yourself. You know. And that. And I'm hoping if there's a young realtor out there that. That's, that's feeling insecure about selling their services. I hope that that helps. Yeah. Okay, summarize me. What so, would the young, what would the, what would, so, and this is a funny <laughs> joke. We go, what did sober Matt, what would sober Matt tell drunk Matt right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but what would you tell your younger self? <laughs> it's similar to the same thing you would tell your younger self, but 
what do you have to lose by going out and just promoting yourself to every single person? Mm-hmm. And like you said, fake it till you make it. But take the time to invest in yourself. Learn what you are trying to sell. Right. If you know, if you invest all that time behind the scenes in the very beginning, become a master at what you're trying to sell. So real estate and how to be a realtor. When you go out, you're faking it. Maybe maybe you're faking your experience, but you're not faking your knowledge around the topic. That's well said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. I mean, so again, what do you have to lose? I remember that um, before I got into real estate, and this is kind of a famous saying, but when you go to an interview, dress for the job you want, not the job you're applying for. So when you are when you just got your license and you're out there being a realtor, act like you are the top realtor in Vegas. It's really and the more I'm sitting here picking up on you, a lot of you you seem to read quotes, yeah, and you memorize them. But though, so quotes are, are strong for you. I think they are. Yeah, I you th- probably didn't realize you're doing it. You you, you rattled off about four quotes yeah. in the 20 minutes you've been sitting here. Yeah. So is that a conscious? effort to go and seek more quotes that are inspiring that you can use to, to benefit your life or they just come into your life. You go, that one felt good. I want to, I, I, I don't go search them. Like when you're on social media, you'll see people post them all the time and I see them. I'm like, okay, that kind of uh, sticks to what, you know, how I feel or, Oh, this makes sense. But really it's, it's when something hits me and I see it. Yeah. Then I apply it to what I'm trying to do. And yeah, I think it, it sticks to me, yeah, and I didn't even consciously notice it. You know what I would say maybe might further benefit you is the ones that you live by, mm-hmm. and you'll start being conscious of them now that we just had this conversation. I'd print them out and, and frame them and put yeah. them above your desk or behind your desk or on a little frame, put them on your desk. I mean, because if you could look around, I think you could see I'm a pretty fucking – I'm a wildly visual guy. Yeah. Like I got – you know, think how where it starts in this building, the outside, mm-hmm. the front door, the conference room. Yep. All of my uh, canvases, arts that describe what purple represents. Yeah. The you know, it's it's everywhere, dude. Yeah. And and I I just like surrounding myself with it. You know, I got ten thousand dollars in fake cash right there. It's fake. Yeah. But I like the visual representation. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's nothing but fucking money around me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot in my office, but on my desk it says "Be awesome today." There you go. So every day I walk in, I'm like, well, I got to be awesome now. <laughs> Do you believe in morning routines? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean that every morning it, it, you're within 20 minutes of, of the same task? About, yeah. And I'm still, work, with that. I'm still working on my morning routine, and it will evolve. But right now, my mornings, I really dedicate the, the beginning of my mornings to my, my kids because I'm not going to see them for the majority of the day. And then when I come home, it's... I see him for a little bit, right? We're, we're hanging out, then it's dinner, then it's time to get ready for bed. And so I kind of miss that whole, like, really bonding with them during the week. So my mornings, I wake up, uh, Grace and Scarlett wake up, and we just hang out for a little bit. And I don't look at my phone. I don't do anything because I'll get to that. Then I jump on my phone. I, what does hanging out look like? So we go you down. cereal. You, you sit on the couch and hold them and watch cartoons yeah. for five minutes. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's breakfast. It's whether we're going to watch a little movie or something they want to watch or they, they do these workouts like <laughs> Spider-Man workouts on YouTube and these kids' workouts and stuff, which is yes. fun. Um, or we, we play or we talk, you know. Really? Yeah. So so it, what, I, what I'm hearing, though, is that's got to just be super fulfilling for your mind. That gets mm-hmm. your mind in a really great space. Mm-hmm. You must yeah. leave. I should probably start trying to implement that because a little piece of your day, for me, my day, could go. There's, there's pieces of guilt 
throughout my day. Oh, for sure. I got to get home. I got to get home or, or I, I feel bad or this or that. All that is a waste of brain power when mm-hmm. if you service that energy in the morning like you're doing, mm-hmm. you go the whole day with a clean streak because you've serviced that that part of your life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for the most part. And then I'm going to start incorporating also working out because when do I work out unless it's in the morning? Sure. You know? Yeah. So. And, uh, okay, so kids, first thing. Yep. Then I jump on my phone. I handle business. I have probably 57 emails, 27 text messages, and I go through that. I, I kind of um, decide what's the most important thing to take care of. I take care of it, get ready, head to the office or showings. When you hit the office, what, what does that look like? I, want, I really, 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 really want the listeners to hear in detail, if mm-hmm. you can articulate that for us, how someone as successful as you, I th- mindset, everything, when you're drained, how do you push through, mm-hmm. you know, how do you multitask? Mm-hmm. Dude, you are a one man. I mean, you have, you have Anthony, mm-hmm. yeah. but you know, you're, you're not a, you're not That's a it. huge team. No. You know, you don't have four employees. No. Okay. How does Matt Lang have pulled this off? And what does it look like? Yeah. You hit the ground, Matt or Antho, I need X, Y, Z. I want to go read my, 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 you know, go, give me, give me, I, I want the inside scoop on how Matt's brain works. Cause yeah. I watch you win all day. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You're yeah, a fucking I winner. I try. <laughs> so when I get to the office, I don't have a set routine. I kind of go by what is most important in the day to take care of. And that's what I do. But at the back of my mind, I have 20, 30 clients 40 clients, and a lot of people use different systems like CRMs. I do as well, but I, I come in, I look at my board, I say, okay, the most important thing right now, and I take care of it. And Anthony, a lot of times I'll say, hey, I need you to do this, this, this. He writes it down on a piece of paper. While he's doing that, I then go through, and I'm like, all right, deal one, what are we doing? Let me completely take care of that. Go to the next client. Go to the next client. Go to the next client. And uh, then I just, you know, a lot of times I'll have showings or anything, anything else, after that, that's all planned a little later because in the morning, I just want to make sure that everybody's been touched. So, See, I think there's so much value in that because well, I think just rattling it off like that, it doesn't – and I don't think we could articulate it, but it yeah. doesn't do it justice. Yeah. What, what your brain is processing mm-hmm. like a freaking computer, like a supercomputer yeah. is, is really special. Yeah. Um, and I think that that – comes from, you know, you, either, you I don't know, maybe there's an argument that you either have it or you don't. But either way, even if you do have it, I think it takes practice of to course. get your brain to be able to use that tool. Yep. Um, but so you look, you analyze, you go, the highest priority, execute that task. Because I agree with you. I actually am not, a lot of wealthy people I've read um, say that they, they use time management to be the most productive that they can yeah. be. I don't know. Maybe that's the way to do it. I'm not there either. Mm-hmm. I have a very strict routine in the morning because that gets my brain right. It sounds like you do too. And then when I hit the ground here, it's to kind of to your point, which fire has is the highest priority yeah. to put out? Mm-hmm. And then I just start putting out fires. You know, this one's highest priority. I start banging on that fire. And then I look for the next highest priority fire. And then I put out that fire. So how many clients at one time can Matt Langeth process? Peak, peak, peak. How many buys? How many sells? I want to know how powerful that brain is. Probably 30. 30. At the same time, yeah. At one point <laughs> at one point last year, I was in 19 escrows. So not just clients, but 19 different sets of buyers or sellers that were under contract in escrow at different points. Um, and then I had a few buyers and sellers down the line. 
and I think that was in July, 19, just in escrow, and it, went, it was flawless, and it was just me and Anthony. So, That's I, and I, I think that, um, like I said before, my goal this year is more than 55, and so how do I beat that? Well, I got to tweak a few things. I look back, and I say, how did I handle 19 and a few buyers on the side? Okay, how do I handle 25? What tweaks do I have to make in order to handle that? And I, and I implement it, and I do it. So what what makes why is Matt so special? Because I mean you got to be a special motherfucker to bring in fifty clients a year. Yeah, you have to be special. You have to be special. And the only reason you didn't do a hundred is because your systems and procedures aren't perfected. Correct. Which that's a growing thing. Yep. But your specialness could have easily attracted the hundred. Easy. Yeah. Without a doubt, I think that that's in the bag for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm saying you have all those tools done. Yeah. Once you can. You know, once you, you perfect that game, I think you'll do a hundred. I agree. You'll do hundred and thirty. But um, what is your what's your kick? Where what's your hook? Like when you go in, because how do you? I've heard you say it. I, I just don't want to say it for you. Yeah. What 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 makes Matt say I'm going to get this one because I know I have this over everybody else? Yeah. Well, here here's my I guess my model who I am is you're getting what what you see right so. I am a, a nice person, a kind person. I actually care about my clients, every single client, every single situation. There's going to be so many issues that pop up in a real estate transaction, as you know, eight to 10 different issues. I don't just say, as your realtor, how are we going to fix this? I say, no, I put myself exactly in your shoes. I'm about to lose my earnest money deposit. I'm about to uh, get into a fight about this different request for repair that we can't figure it out. Figure out. Uh, the appraisal came in low. I'm the one who has to figure out the gap because it's my money, not yours. I put myself in your shoes, and I think then I, then I just use my problem-solving skills to figure it out. So now I'm solving the problem for myself, and it's actually your your problem. When that happens, <laughs> when that happens, I think that's when the my clients are best served. Because I'm literally taking their problems, making them my issues, solving it. And I'm never going to solve a problem better than if it's my own problem, right? Sure. So so you turn that on. When I a problem d- shows up in a real estate deal, you go, this is my problem. 100%. This one's mine. Every, it's, all of them are mine. Every single one. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm just, you have to be kind, you know? Like and, I, you, and you're good at that. Yeah. Under pressure. Anthony will come to, over to the house. And and be like, dude, Matt is freaking incredible. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be like, Matt is 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 incredible. He's getting text messages, ten text messages in a row. He's getting emailed. He's get, he's on the phone. He's getting you know calls chiming in, chiming in, chiming yeah. in. This seller or buyer is is having an emotional breakdown over something, and Matt's just cool the yeah. whole way, the right. whole yeah. way. Yeah, for the most part, you know, I try. Yeah, and you also, you know, you have to remember that this isn't life or death. You know, nobody's dying. So let's let's calm down the emotions. Let's figure out what the problem is. Take it step by step. We will resolve it. Both sides want this deal to close. You got into the deal for a reason. Let's just find a way to close it. You know what I ended up, I started doing? Maybe you'll either use it or you'll tell me you already use it or you use it in some format. Is when I used to formalize the relationship between a buyer or a seller. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you kind of start out like either in the office meeting them or, uh, you know, nowadays it's probably over the phone or FaceTime or text message, however it is. But when, when I knew that relationship started, I would hit them right away. Listen, a problem is going to arise 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. When it arises, I will be able to navigate it. 
But what I need you to do is remember this conversation so that I can reference back to this conversation and go, remember that problem that I said was going to arise? Yep. We're in it. Yeah. I'll get us through it, but we're in it. And it kind of, when it, and then of course, you know, the problem arises. And then now I have an opportunity to go, hey, remember I set this expectation. Mm-hmm. I communicated this expectation. We're here. Yeah. But I got it. You know, and then they're like, fuck, I predicted this. Yeah. Yeah. It also shows that you're experienced. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what you're doing. And that's another thing is that, that I think uh, makes a great realtor. And, and what I believe, I believe I'm a great realtor as well, is you know your craft. Like you study it. You sharpen your tools every single day. You don't just wait for the client to come to you and say, okay, now I got to put on my realtor hat. Let's go. And it's on constantly. Mm-hmm. And so if, if there was ever a period when I wasn't doing anything, I'd say, all right, time to study the market. I know the market, but let's study it a little more. What's the average price point in Summerlin? What's the average price point in Mount's Edge? Like, just keep sharpening those tools. Yeah. I love sharpening tools because I like staying relevant in random conversation. Because you never know. You might walk out and bump into some millionaire, and then he asks you a question. Hey, what are houses selling for at Mountain's Edge? Yeah. The dumbest answer is, like, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Or I, uh, I think, or, you know, you know, like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, two-story, 1,800-square-foot. Mm, Two-car garage, no pool, small backyard, not renovated, kind of dated back from 2002. I don't know, 460, 465, 470? Yeah. Be like, damn. Yeah. Okay, what about Southern Highlands? (laughs) You know, and then he starts hitting you, and you start rattling off, and you're like, dude, this guy's a fucking G. Yeah. You know, he rattles my language. So I know a lot of our listeners work in real estate, and I can't express enough the value of getting your home stage when you're ready to sell. Not only will your house have less time on the market, you'll likely get more money for the house. Thomas and his team do a really great job selecting the right pieces based on your style preference. Check them out at houseofvegashomestaging.com. Again, that's houseofvegashomestaging.com. All right, Matt. So listen, you know, the best thing about being a realtor, so they say, Mm -hmm. is you're your own boss. Yep. Okay. Two cents on that. So to me, that's your own boss. You make your own rules. You make it Uh all right. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you my two cents. Yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) So I think it's the biggest misconception maybe in the world, (laughs) right? That you, everybody, I want to be my own boss. So they come from a job where they have a boss. Well, what's the point of that boss? The, The boss's role is to hold you accountable, tell you what to do, when to do, how to do it so that the company makes money and you make money. They're not there just to ruin your life. They're there for a reason because they work. So when you say, I want to be my own boss, do you want to be that boss who's going to hold yourself, because it's, it's you now, hold yourself accountable, tell you when to wake up, what to do, when to do it, how to do it. You want to go watch Netflix and chill? Your boss, you, says, nope, you have to get on and start touching these clients. You're not going to like yourself a lot of the time <laughs> because you're your own boss, right? So do you want... To be your own boss or do you not want to have a boss, which to me means you're unemployed. You're not making money. So that's that big misconception. People are like, hey, I want to be my own boss and then just sit down and do nothing because I don't have a boss to tell me what to do. That's not it. If I had a mic right here, I'd drop it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's beautifully put. Are you boss material? If you're boss material. Then you could be your own boss. And if you're not boss material, then you need to be then you need a boss. Yes. That's it. That's life. Yeah. It's really life if you simplify that. 
It's, a, it's across the board. Mm-hmm. And here's the great thing. I always say it because I'm, I'm an alpha male. I know I am. I'm a leader. I know I am. Yep. I'm a boss. I know I am. And I'm confident in all of those spaces. And I'm confident saying that I am all of those things. But I know that the world needs everybody, all the other types of people to make it work. Yep. You know, so everybody's like, oh, I want to be like you. I want to be a leader. I want to be a boss. I want to be, I want to be my own business owner. It's kind of to your point. Are you sure? Yeah. Because this isn't always easy. I got to look at, because I have close people that work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to look at my best friend and hold him accountable. Yeah. I got to look at my wife. And hold her accountable. I build relationships with all of the people in my team. Yeah. I actually genuinely like them. And I suspect they genuinely like me back. Yeah. I have to be brave enough to go in there and 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 hold them accountable. Yeah. And then have have conflict skills that are capable of of resolving that perceived conflict. Mm-hmm. You know? It's yeah. one thing to go in and go. <laughs> and yeah. if you leave your poor, your poor person like all bloodied and battered. <laughs> yep. You know, you got to go in there and give them the hit and then know that you can rebuild them and bring them back so that they can take that batch of information and be better with it. Yep. Fuck, that was a good one. It takes, a, good, it takes a special person. It and takes that, a special person. And that's what separates so the success. So if you're a new agent, let's, let's tap this. If you're a new agent and you don't believe that you're boss material, that's okay. It's okay. Because the Matt Langus of the world need you. Mm-hmm. If you're an executor, and you are a hard worker, and your other things that are valuable, but not boss material, mm-hmm. then guys like you need that because it's your job to go ideate is the term that I use. Yeah. Go think big, think how to get bigger, and then you need people to go out there and execute all your individual tasks. Yeah, that's correct. And the person that's executing those tasks is every bit as valuable as you are. Yeah, there's a there's a spot for for that type of person mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. If they don't want to go to that. Standard nine to five, clock in, clock out. No, there's a spot in real estate. Love it. You just got, you need to recognize who you are. So we just described uh, boss material versus yep. not boss material. Yep. However, you, wherever bucket you want to put yourself in. Let's assume you're not boss material, but you still are passionate about real estate and mm-hmm. you'd like to get involved. What would be your advice to that guy? Where does he go? How does he find a Matt Langeth? How does he, how does he see, how does he, how does he park himself? How does he find a home? Mm-hmm. What brokers does he go to? Yeah. Obviously, he comes to Glenda Group Real Estate. Come, come to Glenda Group. <laughs> Everything we say will come back to Glenda Group Real Estate. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, I mean, no, okay, general yeah. speaking, general speaking. Of course, yeah. So you get your license. Once you figure out, are you a boss? Are you an employee? Are you not a boss? Whatever it may be, you need to go find a brokerage that not only adds a great amount of training, but they care about you. There are brokerages that reach out to these new agents and they just collect them 20, 30 at a time. That's their model. That's yep. their brokerage model. We will get these new agents. We'll give them training. They'll close five deals and then they'll, they'll move on. Yep. And that's it's new waves of 20 agents every single time. Then there's big box brokerages that have great training that's been honed in. They're going to give you very good training. However, they, you're another number. You're, it's such a big box that... You don't really become, you don't get the the uh, type of personal experience that you need, the personal touch from a mentor. And, you know, I've seen classes at these big brokerages where they're being trained by someone who's closed three deals. Because mm-hmm. after three deals, you now are a new agent uh, specialist. So you're training these new agents 
how to go out and be successful and you've done three deals. That's like an eighth grader being the teacher for seventh grade because they finished seventh grade. <laughs> like, I don't want an eighth grader teaching me seventh grade. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Right. I want someone who's done 55 deals last year, 180 deals in the last three years. Like that person needs to be training me. Yeah. And so you won't get that at those, those bigger box brokerages because those agents don't want to teach. They don't want to teach. They're no. focused on making, they're, you know, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Plus. Knock on their door and ask a question. They're going to say, give me 10% of your next deal and, I, and I'll, I'll teach you. And what you need to find is a brokerage like Linda Group Real Estate that is so invested in your success. If you succeed, we all succeed. And, you know, we're going to teach you everything that you could learn anywhere else. Mm -hmm. There's nothing you're, you're going to learn somewhere else that you can't learn here. In fact, I think you're going to learn much more at a brokerage like the Linda Group because, we we work outside the box, like you said. You know, we think way outside the box, yeah. and I think um, you want to align yourself mm -hmm. with a brokerage that has the same energy, same. Because reality is, Matt, we don't want everybody. No, we want people that are aligned with our energy. Yep, that are winners that wake up and want to win. Yeah, um, and so that are extroverted. Yeah. Not introverted, mm -hmm. you know, that are willing to get up and be brave yeah. and knock on the door and make a, a big statement, you know, um, that's who we want to attract. Yeah. And so you've got to kind of find, you know, your, your lane. And I think you do that in addition to everything Matt just said by aligning yourself with someone that either pushes you outside your comfort zone mm -hmm. or embraces your strengths. Yeah. So, um, yeah, cause you know, I'm kind of over the days of, you know, weak agents that aren't willing to get brave. That's yeah. the right term. Yeah. You could be brand new. You could know nothing. I, I'd probably prefer that mm. and come over here. But I want you to be brave. I of want course. you to be willing to take risk. I want you to be willing and not risk. Like, I want to go risk all my money. Emotional risk. Yeah. I'm going to raise my hand in a meeting. I'm going to fight over the front row. Mm -hmm. You know, my yeah. mom taught me growing up at that raw fitness class. Yeah. Four times. Where do you think I, I, I am in that class every time? Right in the front. Front row. Yep. Every single thing I do, I'm in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's like, be in the front row. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, being in the back, you're just, you got lost. You're lost. Of course. You know? And so. and another thing about a brokerage similar to, to Galindo Group Real Estate is when you find somebody who's invested in you, whether it's the owner and the CEO or, the, or your mentor, the team leader, whoever it is, when... Because you've said this to me before, too, and it, and it resonates, and I remember it. But when you find someone that says, if ever you're failing, we will stop everything we do, and we will all put our attention on you to figure out how to make you succeed. Everything will stop, and we'll all be focused on you. When you surround yourself with something like that, you're not going to fail. That commitment still stands today. I know it And does. I would expect it from you. Of course. If I'm like, shit. You know, mm -hmm. things aren't going right. Something's not right. We got to, you know, and it's, it's such a, it's, it sounds like such a big commitment, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And it, and it is, but it, it sounds like, wow, he's willing to make that commitment. I want every agent that hangs their license here to hear this. If you came to me and said, I just can't get it to work anymore. It was working, but now it's not. And I need, you know, people think they need an hour and a half of your time. You need 10. If you mm -hmm. want a direct person that can communicate and articulate well, which I know I can, you need 10 minutes of my time, maybe 20. Yeah. And 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 we we dive into the problem and we we go right to it and we and we, and we but you got to leave the room. Yep. And you got to apply all the things that we talked about. Yeah. You know, the guy that keeps coming back and going and then I go, "Would you try the last five things?" 
Not yet. Mm-hmm. I was planning to. I mm-hmm. love the I was planning to. That was on my to-do list. That was something I was going to do. Oh, my gosh. That's worse than, like, saying I just forgot to do it. Yep. It's like, dude, how long are you going to plan to do it? Yeah. All right, Maddie, we got to yeah. wrap this thing up. But I want to end it with this because I think uh, you donating your time to the podcast and your insight to the listeners is uh, should be rewarded with value. I want you to give yourself a good plug, um, a genuine plug. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious how you would do it because I think people will mimic this plug in their own spaces. Mm-hmm. Matt Langeth, educate me in 12 seconds why you're the best realtor in Las Vegas. There's 18,000 agents here in Vegas, right? Why would you choose me? You need somebody who knows what they're doing and who you can trust, okay, who is a problem solver. If you find yourself a problem solver like me, you will win. Every single time you will win. Whether you're buying or selling, you will win by hiring me. I love it. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Of course. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, subscribe, and share our podcast. You can also connect with us on social media or at galindogrouprealestate.com. Until next time, thanks again for listening.